Hello, and welcome to Queer Stories, the podcast where two self-proclaimed gay icons discuss paranormal and true crime mysteries. Hiya! Hello! Hi everyone! It's Quistery's time! Ooh. Right, Charlie, I believe you're going first this week. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <clears throat> Something that doesn't matter, but I made a note because it bothered me so much. I listened <gasps> to the last episode um, when we talked about all the poo. Yeah. And uh, there's the, like... I was berating the people whose clothes were getting shat on in the washing machine. Yeah. And I was like, one guy it happened to like two or three times, and I was like, why would you not check the washing machine afterwards? Like, I mean, why would you not check the washing machine before putting your clothes before. in? And then I realised after reading it, it wasn't already in there, and then they put their clothes in. The washing <sighs> machine had finished, and they'd left their clothes there, and someone being fed up that they'd left their clothes in there opened the door and took a shit. Oh my god. That's still just as bad though, I think. Oh, hello? Hello? I'm still here. Hello? Oh no. Hello? Oh, I can just about hear you cut out oh. a lot. Sorry. Um, let me turn. I don't, I don't know whether you heard my revelation. I did. I heard epiphany. all of it. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. it occurred to me that I was breaking these people being like, why would you not check the washing machine before? But it the, the, it's, it was after the clothes were washed. Yeah. But oh, if that's people. the case, I am, I'm now on the side of the bowel movement bandit. I support them entirely. Because when I was in uni and I used to go to the uh, laundrette and people left their clothes in the washing machine for hours upon hours and there weren't any machines free... Because someone would wash their clothes and just leave them all day. I, oh my god! I'm, I hate that, and it was assumed that that's why the bowel movement bandit was shit in the washing machine. So you know what? That's I'm understandable. On board because because I was like, if these clothes weren't sopping wet because they're in a washing machine, I'd be lighting them on fire. I was that fed up. That's fair. I should have shat. In <laughs> you should have. I should have been the bowel movement about it. But that's besides the point. That's just something well, that occurred time. to me. I was like, oh, I, I got the story around the wrong way. Oh, or no. I did not the story. I told the story the right way, but I did not. Yeah. I didn't, you know. 
And it's it bothered okay. me enough that I had to correct myself. Anyway, you're going mm-hmm. first. What have you got for us, Charlie? I've got a cheeky little Reddit post from our paranormal encounters. Um, and this post is from user truth underscore hunter 21. Um, I'm guessing it's a, um, one of those burner accounts. I don't know. Um, so this post is called Hellhound Looking for Answers. Not a very exciting title, but you know. Uh, so at the beginning, he's, he chats shit about why he got Reddit. Um, and he says, if anyone has similar experiences, please let me know. It's been several years now, and I still find myself thinking about this encounter multiple times a week. My wife and I are both very sensitive, in quotations, to energies that most people around us are not. We've each had our our, our fair share of oh, um, paranormal sake. encounters separately, and since we've been together, it's been one hell of a ride. That just seems to get far more out of control as time goes on. Oh, it seems to get more far out as time goes on. Sorry, I couldn't see. My, my lamp was on, and it was really bright. Um, Bad. Backstory, while we were building our house, we were living in a large wall tent on our property. It was a pretty large, it was pretty large for a tent, almost 400 square feet, so you could easily walk around it, like around in it. Um, it had our full size bed on a bed frame in there, a kitchen area, and t- tables with several chairs. At that point, why wouldn't you just get a caravan? Yeah. Caravans are expensive. Well, I guess so, but you can you can always find a cheap one, right? I don't know. Maybe they were just saving money. I suppose. Um, it even had a canvas drop cloth as a floor, so we weren't walking around in the dirt. Um, don't most tents have that? Sorry, th- I'm just gonna quickly check. I think Ooh. my dog is like eating something. Give me a second. <laughs> I wonder what it's eating. I hope it's a sock. Or maybe she got into the bin. I can hear Alice thumping around. No, it was my imagination. Okay. Oh, I was kind of hoping he got hold of a sock or something. No. I mean, I weren't sure what it was. I could hear, like, thumping about. And I thought, has he got something? And he's, like, waving it around. But he hasn't. <laughs> I don't know is. what the thumping was, because I'm the only one in the house. So it's a we've ghost. got our own paranormal phenomena right now happening on the podcast. It's uh, a ghost. He's just saying hi. It is a ghost. It is. Um, Hiya! Hello! Uh, it even or had it's a, a home can- intruder, and I'm about to become a true crime. Oh, shit. Well, now, you- now I'm paranoid. I don't know your address if someone, like, kidnaps you while we're recording. No, no one's going to want to kidnap me, my darling. If they had me, like, if they kidnapped me, they'd get fed up with me in five minutes and just put me back. (laughs) My mum used to say that to me all the time as a kid. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. She said if you were kidnapped, they'd fucking send you back. Oh, my God. Um, okay, onto the canvas drop cloth. Um, 
It even had a canvas drop cloth as a floor so we weren't walking around in the dirt and I had the sides folding in and weighted down all the way around as well as staked down to keep any critters out. Um, okay, I don't care about your tent. <laughs> I, I was reading Fuck this. He, he he gives so much backstory, and I was just like, I don't care. You, we get it. You were Christmas sleeping in Christmas is coming tent. up. Is this guy just selling tents? Is this just an advert <laughs> for tents? I don't know. I think this post is quite old. Hang on. Yeah, it's nine months old. Uh-huh. Um, at the time, I was doing freelance handyman slash repair work during the day and building our house in the evenings. And on the day of this incident, I was finishing up work on a house that had bad juju written all over it. I could feel the negative energy from the curb the first time I pulled up to the house to meet the owner and walking through the door, the feeling intensified. But it wasn't absolutely overwhelming. And what can I say? We really needed the money. Um, I had lost part of a thought. Part of a thumb a week earlier. Oh my god! In an accident, As working you do. on the house. Yeah, oh sure. yeah, I forgot to say trigger warning for um, broken bone and a little bit of blood. So trigger little... warning for thumb loss. Well, well, he only lost a little bit, little bit of it. So okay. it's all right. Um, I had an upcoming surgery to get it stitched up and get the bone properly covered. Um, <laughs> Uh, we didn't have insurance and money was more than tight. Besides, I felt comfortable with my capabilities to keep the negative energy at bay. Um, after a couple weeks of working there, uh, the regular things that you would experience would expect to happen in a high energy place happened. The lights flipping on right after I would turn them off, doors slamming behind me while I'm walking down the hallway or, or, opening for me as I'm reaching them, the kind of stuff that's pretty much just meant to get a rise out of you. And the more I played it cool, the more intense it got. Eventually, I get to the last day, when over the phone the owner hinted at stiffing me for the bill and I was packing up all my gear. I guess it was evident I wasn't planning on coming back because the activity in the house was extremely low, virtually non-existent, except for the same dense negative energy that was always there. But now, more than ever, I felt like I was being watched. Not just watched, but stared at. Like something was focusing focusing on me with everything I had. um, Everything it had. Sorry, I can't fucking talk tonight. Tonight, what's going on? everything, (laughs) Everything up until this point had just been weird. But it was only your everyday kind of weird. Um, the kind of weird that people who don't want to accept it can still somehow find logical excuses for. They'll say there was a draft, faulty wiring, really big mice in the walls, etc. Why are the mice really big? big? (laughs) I'm the really big mouse. Alice is the big mouse in your walls. I'm the really big mouse. Mm -hmm. I'm the big mouse in your walls. I'd love to live in someone's walls. I'd hate it. I'd love to just, like... Listen. Scurry around, be the be the little mole woman living in your walls. And you, What's that scratching? And I'd go into your children's bedrooms and whisper oh, to God. them at night. Kill mummy and daddy. <laughs> they need to die. They need to die. <laughs> That's a bit of a loud whisper. Okay, but like, <laughs> I'm I'm being loud for the podcast. I'd I'd be a lot more quiet if I was okay. in the wall. I feel like it'd be very much. Scarier. 
if you were I'd to keep whisper. the game away because I'd like sneeze while in the walls. Yeah. Be like, oh, there's there's a mole woman in the walls. It's, I feel like just a, a mole woman would be scary enough. You don't have to whisper in the kids' ears, you know. But like, you've got to occupy <laughs> when you're in the walls. You're not working. Just get a coloring like, book. There's no lights in the... W- I'm in the walls! You can get those lights that attach to your book. That's fine. Get some colouring pens I, and a colouring book. I would rather, like, convince some children to kill their parents. Well, we just have different vibes. I'd rather... I think it's part of the role. I think it's expected. Isn't it? Yeah, but no, not for mole people. Mole people are very quiet. They'd rather not talk to people. You're more like a maybe a demon. rat. Oh, demon! Like a rat. They don't give a shit. They'll fuck you up. Like regardless. Like wild rats. I mean, rats. Yeah. I don't know. Why I did that. <laughs> I liked it. It was theatrical. Bit of spice. Ugh. Sugar and spice and everything nice here at Queer Streets. And. Oh. Um, Chemical cue. I I was gonna. I like. I'm down to my last brain cell this week. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, and it's like, it's the it's the smallest brain cell I had anyway, and it's the only one left now. So like, I uh, that's my normal. I'm lucky if I get a quarter of a brain cell a day. So we're in this together, Alice. We're all in this together, copyright uh, striking oh. coming on this podcast. <laughs> um, as I walked through the living room to the front door to leave for good, tool bucket in hand, I passed the only hallway in the house on my right. As I looked down the hallway to double check that I had turned all the lights off, I saw something I didn't want to believe. At the end of the hallway, about 20 to 30 feet away from me, sat a huge black dog. Its head was following me as I walked past the hallway. When I say huge, I mean massive, like my head would have been would have fit inside its mouth. Prior to experiences what's, what? What's the problem here? That they but saw a really big dog. Well, it, I think it's like, you know, the black, I, we did an episode on the black shark and it's like that mythological big black dog I've heard. That's what oh no, there's a really big dog. Well, now you have a really big pet. Get over yourself, you prick. <laughs> it's a wolf, bro. You've got um, pet now. Nice. You've just cute, got Scooby-Doo. Cute little demon pet. Um, Scooby-Dooby-Doo. There he is. There he is. I love him. He's a great Dane, you know, Scooby. scooby doo I love he's him. He's a cartoon. Well, he's a cartoon great Dane, so... Uh, I'd, I'd, he, he can be two things. Scooby is a lot of a lot of things. He's not just two things. You can't put Scooby in a, a box. He's too big. Well, you can get a big box, but it's a metaphorical he'd box. Piss, it'd piss in it. If the box would fucking like melt around him. Scooby is more refined. He pisses in the toilet, standing up. Scar. Yeah, he does actually, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Spooky Island where he dresses up as like the grandmother so he doesn't have to, I don't know, go where the pets are? He sits with the humans. That's what I mean. Scooby yeah. is a lot of things. He's your grandmother. He's your dog. He's transgender. 
He's transgender. Yeah. I've decided. Okay, I love that. Scooby is trans. Um, but he would also call you a slur. Oh yeah. That's just <laughs> that's just Scooby. He's not Scooby. a good, not a good scra- person. Scrappy do you don't even you don't even want to talk to him because he will just. Uh, no, no. I, you know what? I, I take back what I said. Scooby-Doo would never call you a slur, but Scrappy-Doo would. <laughs> yeah, like immediately, without even saying hi first. Scrappy-Doo well, spends come. all his time on Xbox Live calling people slurs. <laughs> and like making jokes about their mum. Like violent jokes. Like scary yeah. shit. Scrappy-Doo uh. is like if Ray William Johnson was a small dog. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Which is which is a niche reference because how many of the people listening are going to know who I say that half my friends listen to this and well half my friends that do listen to this will know who Ray William Johnston is but mm-hmm. like I love to I love to make a niche reference oh anyway we love I'm sorry for interrupting tell me more about this dog this story this oh, that's okay. I, I keep I keep forgetting what it's about so it's, I'm, um, I'm, I'm so doing do I, well to be honest so do I um. Prior experiences with manifestations like that have taught me that giving it as give it uh, give it as little energy as possible. Sorry, this guy writes like a fucking twelve year old. Um, and that you're better off acting like you hadn't noticed it. So I continued to walk calmly to the front door, even though every hair on my body was standing on end and my adrenaline was racing. I stopped at the front door inside the house, turned around and addressed the house, then everything within it, stating that I was leaving and nothing was welcome to follow me. I drove home and that was that. I didn't tell my wife Ugh, because I didn't I'm want to worry. Leaving. I'm uh, leaving. Don't follow me. And then like three steps out the door, like someone come after me. I'm distraught. <laughs> someone come after me, please. Demons follow me home. I love it. Don't follow me home. I'm <laughs> leaving now. Oh, it don't would be follow such me a home. shame if you followed it me home. It would be home. such a shame if you followed me home. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I didn't tell my wife because I didn't want her to, want her to worry. We had enough going on at the time without bringing things up that I felt we had already addressed. So fast forward to later that night. My wife and I are fast asleep. Don't follow in bed. me home. Don't worry. I didn't tell my wife or anything. <laughs> it's okay. My wife doesn't know. She's asleep. My wife doesn't know. She's, <laughs> she's asleep. But you can follow me home. I mean, don't. Yeah. Don't follow no, me home. I mean, home. don't. Don't. Follow my me. wife. Do- my wife doesn't know though. <laughs> my wife's asleep. So it, you oh. know. But don't. No. Don't follow me. <laughs> don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I'm torn out of sleep by my wife's terrified gasp, gasp, and being in a canvas tent in the middle of nowhere, I was already on edge. In the first split second of being awake, I see my wife sitting upright in our bed, still in the process of gasping while her dog, who had been sleeping next to her, ran, barking and snarling like a lunatic and jumped off the base of the bed between us and the door. I still hadn't seen what? Seen what was terrifying them, but I leapt off the bed while shouting at our dog, bed. Just shouting the word bed at his dog. Bed! <laughs> Good dog. He's a little guy and his bed! was to let bed me know is his name. about the boogeyman. What? His name is Bed. That's a bed good name for a dog. Bed was the dog's name. Yeah. Come along, Bed. 
that's what it is. Um, the entrance, which was not only still zipped up and buckled tight, but staked to the ground in multiple places as well, as I did every night. Uh, as my feet hit the ground, I stood almost face to face with a massive black dog. I was sitting in front of the doorway, and as I landed, it looked me in the eyes, like, and looked it in the eyes. I was filled nothing sort of absolute rage. I love my wife with all of my heart, and there was something dangerous that wasn't welcome in our home, watching us sleep. Immediately, I stepped forward and shouted at it, deep and loud, get out. As I did so, this thing stands up and steps towards me, and I shout again, this time clapping my hands together as hard and loud as I can, while stepping forwards again. Again, this unbelievably massive dog, which is almost face-to-face oh, with me, height Get out! <laughs> get out! Oh, get out! That's how it went. Yeah. Only louder. Only louder. At this point, we're maybe four feet away from each other. It hasn't run off, and it's clear that this thing could easily kill both of us if I let it. I lunge forward and come, come down as hard as I can with my right <laughs> fist, aiming to kill it. With your fist? I mean, good luck, mate. Go on. What? I mean, it's if you say it's this giant dog and you're trying to fucking kill it with your fist, your bare fist. I'm, I'm going to punch the dog to death. I mean, go off, mate. Oh, my God. We love to see a crazy bitch. Like, okay, sure you are. Uh, Aiming between the snout and right below the eyes. And just like that, ready to get torn to ribbons by this thing, I go right through it and it's just gone. I'm completely shocked and spin around to see if somehow it slipped past me to my wife and dog um, and unzip the very bottom of our front home, rip the stakes up from the earth and run a few steps out into the night, looking every direction for the thing. The moon is out and I've got excellent night vision. Ooh, must have eaten lots of carrots. But I can't see any sign of it. Nothing moving, no footsteps. My the dark. Okay, nice spelling mistake. I can't smell it, nothing. So after a minute, I run back inside to make sure my wife is okay. She's still sitting up in bed, eyes wide open. But she's okay and the dog is tense as hell. I finally felt my thumb screaming in pain trigger warning and pouring blood at this point the bone was still exposed waiting for surgery and the heavy bandage had gotten knocked at some point my heart rate is calming down and i asked her what she saw while i'm trying to stop the bleeding with paper towels paper towels aren't gonna work now we're both extremely logical people despite all of the weird shit we've seen no matter home no matter how much paranormal stuff oh how much paranormal stuff you've seen you can't fall down the rabbit hole and it's still safe to assume okay at this point he's just rambling i did read this but not very well um when i asked her what she saw before telling her what i saw she looked at me dead in the eyes and said that it looked like a werewolf was sitting in our doorway watching us um i don't oh believe my God, in werewolves team Jacob. i'm like <clears throat> disgusting uh uh i'm sorry He's a nonce. Do you know what year he was? Yeah, he printed on a baby. I forgot that bit. (laughs) I forgot that bit. I was I was blinded by Taylor Lawton's six pack. That's fair. Uh, I was always Team Edward. To be honest, I liked how creepy he was. I mean, 
when I read the books, I didn't particularly have like a team because people who read the books didn't really, I feel like, do that. Yeah. But then when I watched the movies, I was like, I'm team, I hate all of them. And I liked I'm, the books. They're not I'm good, but I read Alice. the books and I was like, I love these. And then I um, watched the movie. I, you know what? I respect that being team I love Alice. Alice. I watched the uh, movies and was just like, I'm team none of no them. No one. No I'm one. team Bella's dad. Yeah. Char- isn't his name like Charlie or something? I think it is. Yeah. Alice and Charlie! <laughs> <gasps> oh my god! Okay. Oh my god! Uh... But no, I, I think I read a few of the books and I didn't like them. I, I don't think I got all oh, the way through. Good. No. But you know. I read all four. It's okay if you enjoyed I'm them. Tell you a thing that happens. Uh, Bella has a vampire baby. Uh, yeah, and she calls it fucking <laughs> Renesme, and I'm like, that's it, not a name, babe. Renesme. Yeah. You know what? I kind of here's my child, Gruntilda. Like, fuck off. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm done with the story because it's just him waffling about how he doesn't believe in werewolves. Um, so there's a spooky him. dog. Spooky, scary dog. That was lovely. Wow. Thank you so much. Thanks. Um, Thanks. I, I'm i just going to say it was a dog. Yeah. Maybe he, dog. he had and a it, hallucination. It looked like a werewolf. And if we drop the word were from that, what does that look like? Wolf? Um, yeah, exactly. Um, um, oh. Um, Ew. Uh, <laughs> should, I, should I start my case? It's a very short one. Yeah, go on then. I'm excited. <laughs> I've not actually read this. I very briefly skimmed it. Um, oh, I, I love really that. Read it. I love that we both didn't really read our stories this week. I I just saw how short this was, and I was like, I want a short one. And I also saw the title and was like, well, I need that. Um, yeah. All right. This is uh, in the Unresolved Mysteries subreddit. It's a post by uh, Reddit user Leldis, and mm. it's called The Somerset Gimp is Back. Oh, I love this one. You know it? No, but it sounds like fun. (laughs) It's actually called The Somerset in brackets, UK, Gimp is back. Yay! Just so you know that it's Somerset in in rainy England. Um, So, shall we begin? Since November 2018, there have been over 14 reports of a person dressed in disguises approaching people at night in the village of Claverham, Somerset, UK. (laughs) The last reported incident was in July 2019. The robber-clad assailant, described by one victim as touching his groin, grunting and breathing heavily, has jumped out at several men and women late at night over a number of weeks in Claverham. Abby, 25, was walking through Claverham when she saw the stalker charging at her in full... Yeah, in a full black rubbery suit. This is a quote from her. Now, as I tried to take a step back, he was right in front of my face and he put his leg forward. I was just trying to assess the situation in my head quickly. Everything was running through my head. I thought, this is it. I'm going to get attacked. She then pushed the man away and screamed before he started back. Uh, uh, before he started running backwards towards the main road. The woman said she has been hugely affected by the nightmare. Uh, she said, my heart felt like I was running a marathon and she now fears leaving her house. 
she said, every time I close my eyes, I just see that face. There was an instant feeling of panic, anxiety, and anger. Uh, sorry, I think this person's like copy pasted parts of this from an article and it doesn't always fly very well. Mm-hmm. There's an instant feeling of panic, anxiety, and anger again, which took me over a year of private counseling and medication. Like, there's parts where they've clearly copied and pasted quotes from her and not yeah. put quote marks. It's confusing. Uh, following our police search, Using helicopters and sniffer dogs, two men aged 28 and 34 were arrested on suspicion of indecency offences. However, due to insufficient evidence, they were later both released without charge and no further action was taken against them. But a masked man was spotted spying on a couple through their window at midnight in the village on September 1st. Again, I assume that's this year now. Um, Hmm leaving locals fearing the gimp man has returned. <laughs> Avon and Somerset police were called to a house in the village but were, no, were unable to locate the man. Anyone with information or with dash cam or doorbell camera footage of a man in Claverham on Wednesday, September 1st, wearing what has been described as a full face mask is asked to contact police. Hmm. Any explanation of the gimp man phenomenon? question mark that's the end of the fucking thing uh they also linked their sources one of which is a daily mail so i'm like uh, okay oh, the other no. one's the, BB- the bbc and the bbc one she that abby girl took a photo of him before she ran away and it's fucking mm. creepy i mean it's a normal like just gimp suit first mm. and foremost so nothing too weird there but the face is like it's got a creepy red smile painted on it. The, e- the eyes have like X's on them. Do you know what? I'm going to send this to you. Uh, oh no! If uh, if you don't want me to, so no, I want to see it because I'm about to hit send. There we go. Oh, what are you sending on me? Twitter or Facebook? Uh, yeah, Messenger. Yeah. No, no, you've Look done the it now. Face. Did you hear that? Look ding the ding. Eyes. There was a ding, the ding ding on. Rec- Sorry for the ding ding, guys. No, no, no! Ew. It's 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 good. It's proof that I sent the message. <gasps> Ew! Oh, that's disgusting. It's like red paint as well. It's oh, she was so close to him. In it, I'm surprised you managed to get this. Far. I mean, if you scroll down, this is zoomed in. If you scroll, uh, yeah. oh, right, you're not actually on the fucking article. Are you? I'm big fit. No. Um, on the actual article, if you scroll down, there's one. It's slightly oh, further away. Still very close again. to him. But it's... Oh, did that not... No, no, that sent... Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm being... F- I'm stupid. I got, I got confused with <gasps> what oh, you were saying. Oh, God, that's terrifying. But literally, his arms and legs are blurred where he's fucking moving towards her as she takes the photo, and it's like, oh, well, that's terrifying. God, that's haunting. That really is, like, haunting. Yeah. And he's just got, like, regular socks on as well. Yeah, that's kind of funny, I'm not going to lie. Oh. The fact he's just wearing socks, like, mate. Please. <laughs> and he's like, he's that weird kind of, like, skinny fat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's just got but a weird uh... body. It's, it's uh, very, very creepy, very odd, and unexplained but hopefully this weird creep possibly pervert fuck nose gets fucking caught because what what the fuck it says fuck? it says she was pushing him oh beep 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 
It says she was pushing him away, yeah. so he must have been like so close to her. <gasps> I can't believe that. I don't know. That's horrible. Yeah. Ugh. Well, anyway, that's the case of the uh, the Somerset Gimp. Wow, that was horrible. It is horrible. Uh, very creepy. Um, and if you if anyone knows anything about the Somerset Gimp, then uh, tell the appropriate authorities. Um, yes. Because that's fucking creepy. And with that, I think, unless we have anything else to add, are we both done? Yeah. Oh, that was a nice quick one. With a nice quick one. Love that. Yeah. So, thank you all for listening to Queer Stories. Oh, and sorry that we didn't do an episode uh, last week. <laughs> we kept forgetting. I don't know yeah. how to manage it. I don't know why, but like somehow Thursdays become the day that we normally record. Like I love Thursdays. Has. Thursdays are my Th- favourite day of the week. Thursdays are a great day for me to record, so I'm down for it. But obviously it was um, our friend Maddie's birthday, and you were with Maddie, I didn't realise. So, yes. Uh, sh- shout out to Maddie. Hope you had a nice yes, birthday. If um, you're listening. But uh, I didn't realise, and obviously you were busy, so then like we... We tried to reschedule, and, and we, then, both, yep. we both kept forgetting to record, because it wasn't <laughs> the day we normally record, so in I our know. heads we were just like, this isn't the day we were, like, it just didn't occur, so. Honestly, I didn't even know what day it was, so. Mood. Yeah. So, soz, but, like, at least we weren't gone for, like, three months or whatever the fuck this time, so. Yeah. We're trying to, we're it's trying to be fine. better. It's fine. It's uh, fine. But anyway, yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of Queer Stories that we have put out this week. Um, if you enjoyed mm-hmm. this episode, please tell a friend. It would really help us out. And please consider leaving us a rating or review. Our theme music was composed by Emily Glass, who you can find on Twitter at, at EmilyXGlass. To get all the latest updates about our show, you can follow us on Twitter. Our username is at Queerstories. If you want to follow us individually, I'm Slimelia on Twitter, Charlie. I am at SilvertonArtST1 on Twitter. Also, SilvertonArtGoods on Instagram. Yeah, and check out his shop on yes. Big Cartel. Big yeah. Cartel. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Got it. Yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I remembered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's easy just to say website. I always think of, like, Redbubble. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, Charlie's cut out. I can't hear him. Oh, I can still hear you, Alice. He's He's gone. I'm still here. It's going to be so... The episode. Uh, oh, all right. Well, he's probably here. He can probably he's... hear me, and he's probably screaming. Like, okay, no, I'm not, yes, I can't I'm not screaming. Me. But um, um, no, it's fine. It's good oh. to see you. Hello. Oh. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Hello. I don't know why my headphones are now disconnecting from the PC. Ooh. It's oh, all no. going tits up. It really uh, is. It's the end of the episode. Ta-ra. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>